your friend, but your enemy. Here is a love note for your journey. Not your friend, but your enemy. And I'm going to get more details about that. But I was listening first. Me and my um, sister was having a really good conversation uh, about um, our thoughts and about, um, you know, going through our journey is again I'm on this 21 day challenge and I'm praying for my problem and learning how to deal um, with my problem different. I want to not allow it to affect me. So God has been, I've been sharing this journey and as God is walking me through this journey, and yes, my challenge challenges me because I challenge everybody. If you want to get on this challenge, um, our church is doing a 21-day fast, and I added this on there to not allow um, my my problem to affect me. I want to be changed by it. It's an opportunity. So anyway, as I'm as I'm taking my fast and prayer, I'm aware of this that I put down that I <clears throat> wanted to the Lord to help me with. And so we were talking about our thoughts and just how, you know, how important, how we think, how important it is. And so she was like, wait a minute. She was like, we was on the phone. She was like, wait a minute. She said, let me tell you, let me tell you, Carla. She said, I have been aware of my thoughts. I have been taking these thoughts like, like it's a prisoner. And I've been grabbing a hold of these thoughts. No, I'm not. I'm treating it as as though it's a prisoner. Like I'm I'm grabbing a hold to this. And so I sent out uh yesterday because she was telling me about that and making me think about that as I was doing <clears throat> the study with my church. I I came across second uh Corinthians ten and five and this is from the Passion translation and it reads We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. I sent that to her she was like, I love the way that read, and I love the way that read as well. And what I put here, bold, is prisoner. I put that down yesterday because I wanted, God was giving me more on that, and I wanted to get up the next day and just sit <clears throat> and get more understanding on the prisoner. And as I was sitting here and, and talking to the Lord, he was showing me, like, that's what we do with our thoughts, thoughts that are not lined up with God. You treat them as prisoners. These are not these thoughts that come in our head. They are not our friend. They are our enemy. We have different thoughts that are trying, that are deceptive, that are trying to steal and kill um, and destroy us. And so we cannot allow our thoughts, these thoughts that come up. I heard one pastor that I was listening to, he was uh, speaking on how to how to hear God more clearly. But some he said he was saying how we mute 
those thoughts that are not from God. But I like it even better. I was like, no, because if you just kind of mute it, it's still there. No, I want to, what the word says, take it and make it obey God. Make it bow down to the anointed one. That these thoughts cannot just linger in our head that are not from God, that are not our friend, that is trying to take us in the wrong direction, that is trying to destroy us. And I remember looking up this one be- once before about how many thoughts a day, because we have so many thoughts running through our head on a daily. I like how my daughter said, Mother, I can't remember the number of decisions. She said, we make such and such choices a day. And I had to ask her more about that. But for her to be, she said she learned that in school. But even that, we might not think we make a whole lot of choices, but we make a whole lot of choices. We might not think that we think that many thoughts, but it says when I looked up online and this is online, it says that an average person thinks about a 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Wow. 80% were negative and 95% were exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. So if you think about that, like That many thoughts a day and 80%, most of what we think is negative, 80%, which means it can be subtle things. And um, I think about that and I'm like, wow. And then 95% is exactly, is repetitive. So we constantly might drill ourselves with the wrong thoughts, thinking about um, yesterday And for these thoughts to keep lingering on, it's pretty serious with our thoughts and what goes on through our head. And I remember my pastor saying years ago, he said, um, he said, it's two days that you don't worry about, two days that you do not worry about. And I remember people trying to come up with two days. And he said, those two days are yesterday and tomorrow. And what we do, and me and my sister was talking about, we, in our thoughts, sometimes we make our own future. We make up our own future with our thoughts. We think about things that might not even happen, or we wonder if it can happen. And then sometimes we live in our past. We keep thinking about what we did, what somebody said, and we live in our past. But really, we, he, the word tells us not to be worried about tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own words to be focused on today and today's journey and what you have to do with today. And I know I've kind of kept that and kind of bring that back into my remembrance to be like, no, don't you chase into the next day of wondering what might happen or if this happened or how this is going to go. No. And don't you try to change what what the past was. No, you live in today. And so that was something that's so important. Um, I like too how I was listening to the pastor yesterday. It was kind of like a look. It was saying, um, "Get to uh, uh, how you hear to how you hear God more clearly." And one of the things too, with he was saying how the Bible says, "My sheep hear my voice." He didn't say, "My sheep might hear my voice." My sheep think they hear my voice. He said, my sheep know my voice, which means we know God's voice. And 
in order to know his voice, you you have to know who he is and know when this is coming from God and this is not coming from God. And through his word and us spending time with God and spending time in his word, you begin to know who he is and who he's not so that you can be aware of the voice that you hear and the thoughts that are coming. And so it is, it is when, when thoughts, when we're dealing with these thoughts, sometimes we just allow thoughts to build up and we think on things, but no, we are in a new season of our lives and we are not just playing around with thoughts. Thoughts are important. We're not playing around with these lingering thoughts, these lies, these fantasies, deceptive things that are trying to destroy from us. No, we take hold. And what you do when you take hold and you take hold of something that is an enemy trying to take you out, you grab a hold to that and you make it obey. You make it submit to the word of God. And you say, no, I do not receive the God. God's word says this. That is a lie. And so you have to have God's word. You have to spend time in his word. Just getting to know him so that you will know and you won't allow what 80 percent or what you think of. And that, again, this is this is me getting statistics off the internet. 80% is negative. And I and I be, I believe it because we do kind of steer first to the negative and we do have opposition and stuff is coming to us. And if and God was telling us in the word, he's always he told us how to think, he tells us how to guard our hearts. He's telling all these things that protect us. And so remember that, no, this, this, this thought, you are an enemy and anything that is an enemy, enemy, you can't play around with. You can't be friends with these thoughts that are trying to linger and trying to take you out. No, you grab a hold and you make them submit. You grab a hold. You are a prisoner. I'm capturing you. I'm taking hold of you. You are not going to destroy my life. And so... I wanted to share that with you. I was trying to see if I had any more things down, but I think, yeah, that's everything that I had. Again, prisoner. This is these thoughts are are not our friend. They are pit prisoners. We are grabbing a hold of them and we are making them obey. So I pray that the Lord will give you more revelation on that scripture and the insight that as we understand and understand how we think, how important our thoughts are. And maybe we turn our thoughts and our hearts over to you. You always give us provision. You give us help. You give us your word. You've given us the Holy Spirit. You don't leave us as orphans. You don't leave us by ourselves, wandering out here, trying to figure out life. And so we thank you, God, for the tools that you give us, God. And trust you, God, as we walk through this journey. And again, may the Lord give you more love notes for your journey.